Hello again. We welcome you to the podcast, Players in the Game of Life. Today, I want to talk about a rather controversial issue. I'm not going in it to hurt anybody, but just to get people to think. I mean, get you to really think. Again, my motto is, I'm not trying to get you to think like me, act like me, or believe what I believe. All I want you to do is think. God bless you. There's a church in the United States that promotes the slogan, God hates fags. This group pickets gay parades, gay bars, gay events, gay funerals, all like that. This group also sometimes protested military funerals, claiming that the soldier was killed because the USA is supporting the homosexual agenda. Is there any truth to their claims? Does God hate people? Does God hate gay people? Proverbs 6, 16 and 18 tells us there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies and a man who stirs up dissension among brothers. Notice that homosexuality does not make this list. It would be more biblical to promote phrases such as God hates liars and God hates murderers, while the Bible declares that God hates all workers of iniquity, according to Psalms 5 and 5, the Bible nowhere singles out homosexuals as objects of God's hatred. That does not mean, however, the Bible approves of homosexuality. The Bible consistently tells us that homosexuality is a sin. Leviticus 18.22, Romans 1. 26 through 27 and 1 Corinthians 6 and 9. Romans 1, 26 through 27 teaches explicitly that homosexual is a, homosexuality is a result of a continual rebellion against God. When people continue in disbelief, the Bible tells us that God gives them over, allowing them to experience their sinful desires and the resulting consequences. 1 Corinthians 6 and 9 proclaims that homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom of God. Homosexuality is immoral and unnatural. It is a disruption of the natural order and, more importantly, of God's view of sexuality. I have to go back when it says, when people continue to disbelieve the Bible, as God tells us, that God gives them over allowing them to experience their sinful desires. Let me add this. If God allows you to do something and it is against his rule or against his law, against his word, undoubtedly to me that that means that there's going to be some consequences. And brothers and sisters, we all have to deal with the consequences of our actions. I said we all have to deal with, with the consequences of our actions. With all that said, the Bible does not describe homosexuality as a greater sin than any other. All sin, all sin is offensive to God. Homosexuality is just one of the many things listed in 1 Corinthians 6, 
9 through 10, that will keep a person from the kingdom of God. It is just one of the many things listed in 1 Corinthians 6 and 9 through 10 that will keep a person from the kingdom of God. Notice I said it is just one of them, just one of them. According to the Bible, all have sinned and are outside the kingdom of God in their own merit. Romans 3, 23 and 6, 23. No one is good enough, but God's offer of forgiveness is through Christ Jesus. It is extended to all people. It is extended to all people. Anyone who puts his faith in Jesus can be forgiven of all his sins and become God's child. John 1 through 12 or 1 and 12 and 3, 16 through 18. And also Ephesians, the second chapter, the first through the 10th verse. God's forgiveness is just as available to homosexuals as it is to an adulterer, a fornicator, an idol worshiper, a thief, a greedy person, a cursing person. It is equally available to all sinners, which is all those who will behave or believe in Jesus Christ for their salvation. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 1 Corinthians 6 and 11 says, and that is what some of you were, but you were washed. Let me explain. It's not saying that some of you were homosexuals, but there have been some known that have not or not practicing homosexuality, homosexuality anymore, lesbianism or whatever. It doesn't make any difference what the sin is. If you are practicing these things, if you are practicing fornicator, if you are practicing uh, uh, adulterer, if you are a practicing thief, whatever it is that is against God's rule, if this is something that you continuously do and not searching for, not looking for, not trying to stop, then that will keep you out of the kingdom of God. Does God approve of homosexuality? No. Can a person truly be a Christian at the same time and practicing homosexual, be a practicing homosexual? No. According to 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, absolutely not. While Christians should stand firm in the biblically based conviction that homosexuality is sin, we must also keep the tone of the message biblically based. Ephesians 4, 5, 15 instructs us to speak in truth, to speak the truth in love. 1 Peter 3, 15 teaches us to proclaim the truth, but to do so with gentleness and respect, to sit up and go around and doing things that are contrary to the will of God, even by uh, church folk acting as though they have it all together. If they would remember some of them, where they came from, if they could remember the things that they once did. The Bible does say, and I said it last week, judge lest ye be judged. If you're going to judge a person according to the word of God, then know that you yourself are also going to be judged by the word of God. If you're sitting up talking about a homosexual or a gay person or a lesbian or whatever it is, 
you know, and you sitting up there want to convict them by the word of God. Let me tell you something and I'm going to keep it real. You yourself are being convicted by that same word of God, because if you're not talking and doing the things in love, then you're doing it with hatred. You know, you can't do one or the other. You can't do both of them, rather. Let me put it like that. You can't love a person and hate them at the same time. If you do, you may not, you may dislike some of the actions they do. I understand that. But to hate them, God is not a God of hate. God, our God, our God, that's my God, your God, the homosexuals God, the lesbians God, all of them. God is the God of all. And if he gives not the okay, but if he allows a person to do what it is they do, like he allowed you to do what you do, you had to deal with the consequences. My brother and sister, so will everybody else. So will everybody under the canopy of heaven have to deal with the consequences of whatever sin they do. But I thank God in heaven that we have a forgiving God, a loving God, one who forgives us our sins, one who looks past all of our faults and redeems us. If we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, who went to Calvary and died on Calvary's cross, so we may have the opportunity to be forgiven for those things that aren't pleasing in the sight of God. That includes the liars and everything else. Liars, cheaters. If you cheat on your taxes, you're lying. And that's the same thing. So God doesn't look at one sin any worse or any bigger than the other sin. I believe it says in the Bible that the only sin that he will not forgive is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Look it up. Go to Google. You look on Google for everything else. Look it up on Google and see what the unforgivable sin is. It might come out to see be that unbelief is one of them, but blasphemy is the one that he cannot forgive. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, we look at things a lot differently when it strikes home. I'm not, I'm quite sure that you don't hate your son, your daughter, your cousin, your best friend, or that, that, that gay person or that homosexual person that brings money into your business, whatever it is. If, if you're selling clothes or, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Dillard's, none of those big stores, they, they don't, they don't discriminate. Their money is all right. We'll take their money, but we won't accept that individual. Accept them. All you're doing is accept them as a, as, a, as another human being. You're not trying to, to judge them. You Thank you, Holy Spirit. You will judge them, but you cannot convict them. God did not put us here to be anything but messengers of his word. And when we give his word, we give it with love. We give it with kindness. We give it with respect. We have a responsibility, those of us who God has redeemed from our mischievousness or, or our inability to do what it was that he wanted us to do. We were once of that same nature. We once did some things that we are not too proud of that we don't do anymore. Some of us have a rated R pass and some of us have a triple X pass that nobody's going to know about it, but them and God. Are you in that situation? Are you in that predicament? If you would take that 
magnifying glass off of your Bible and put a mirror up there and let it know and let it be seen that nothing's new under the sun. Everything has happened to everybody and everything is still being done again. The only thing that makes it more prevalent is social media. Social media has made it more, has made people more aware of the things that are going on now. But nothing's new, my brothers, my sisters, under the sun. Treat people like you want to be treated. Does that mean that they're going to treat you the same? No, it doesn't. But those of us who are in Christ already and have gone through some stuff, no good and well, if we're going to be what God calls us to be, what he wants us to be, we have to remember that we too have went through some stuff. And some of the stuff we went through is not pretty at all. In fact, if some of the people were to knew half of the stuff that you've been through, I don't even think they would have probably, maybe they wouldn't accept you as a friend. Maybe you, they would look at you different if they knew what you were about a long time ago, before Christ, you know, before you got your conversion experience, before you came more aware. But you know, human beings have the tendency every now and then to forget where they came from. And they want to beat up on somebody else because they maybe are in that position themselves. You can't catch a homosexual disease. And I mean it like this. Homosexuality is not a disease. Homosexuality is not something that's airborne. You asking me where it come from? I don't know. If I had my brothers and, and could just speak off the cuff, I'd say it's because of sin. Homosexuality, murder, lying, cheating, stealing comes because we are in a sinful world and we are all affected by it in different ways. Some of us pick up one thing, some pick up another. What have you picked up? Do you want people to ostracize you or to talk about you because of what you did? My Lord, I only hope and pray, my brothers and sisters, that we as Christian people can sit up and get down up off our high horse and really remember where we came from and treat everybody with the love that God treats us with. The same God that looked past all, all of our sins and met our needs, who is still willing to love us over and over and over again. He's not the God of a second chance. He's the God of another and another and another and another chance. Do you deserve another chance? No, we don't. And I said we. But God, because he loves us so much, because of his grace and mercy, saw fit to do just that. Give us another chance. But all we have to do is come to him. Repent. Change the way we think. Change the way we do things. Can we do it on our own? No, we can't. We have the Holy Spirit to help us. You have the Holy Spirit to help you. I had the Holy Spirit to help me. What did I do? It ain't none of your business. But in case I had to tell it to somebody, it would be somebody who was in some of the same predicaments that I was in. And if I can tell them God delivered me, maybe, just maybe, they would say, well, if God does that and he's no respecter of person, maybe, just maybe, he can do the same thing for me. What's wrong with trying him? Try him today, my brothers and sisters. I'm guaranteeing you that you will find that God is an on-time God. He may not come when you want him, but when he comes, you'll surely want him. God bless you. Talk to you later. See you or talk to you next week.